0: Spider Man, you work for Spider Man? I work with Spider Man, not for Spider Man. New plan. Hello there, and welcome to the first official Film 7 review. This normally we used to have it on our main show, the new show, but now for the first time ever, we're going to have its own dedicated space. And we're going to be roughly about half an hour or so where we're going to be dissecting a movie or TV show that came out this week. And of course, I've got with me my trusty sidekick, Andy. How you doing, Andy? Hello, hello. I am doing good. I'm doing good. So the movie that we have for you this week is a very anticipated movie, and that is Spider-Man Far From Home. Now, from the get-go, I will let you guys know this is going to be a spoiler-heavy review. So if you haven't seen the movie, you need to go watch the movie before you listen to what we say. And also. Before you go see Spider-Man Far From Home, the whole movie is a spoiler for Endgame. So if you haven't seen Endgame, go see that first before you see Far From Home. Unless you've already seen Far From Home and then you're like, whoops, should have seen Endgame. Uh, (laughs) uh, But that is it. So it's going to be spoiler heavy. So you've had your warning. Mm. Endy. Yes. I love this movie, man. And I agree with you. This was a fantastic, fantastic movie. Uh, it's definitely in my top 10 MCU movies, 100%. Uh, so there's a lot of, There's a lot to discuss about this movie. It was a yeah. very heavy movie. There's a lot of um, story threads throughout the entire film um, with a couple of surprises right at the end as well. So mm-hmm. let's get in straight to that. Andy, what were some of the standout things for you from the get-go of this film?
1: Um, the acting. The acting was perfect everybody brought their A-game on set. The acting was so good. It was... You know, and I think I was saying this to you, if they removed the superhero elements... And I feel the same way about Homecoming, the first Spider-Man movie. If they removed the superhero elements of the film, it would still be a very good adolescent movie about coming of age. It was such a good film. I actually... Funny enough the superhero part of the film was the part I enjoyed the least. You know, the part I enjoyed the most was Peter and his friends and the teachers and them going through all that stuff and the jokes. It was so good. And um, the jokes landed at the right time. The pacing was so good. Like, there were no cheap... You know how some directors just do, like, they just put in a joke there to, you know, and it's wrongly timed. But Marvel, it's not just this movie. But Marvel, nobody does it better than them. They know how to put in jokes at the right time, and it doesn't kill the tone of the story. It just, it just lifts the mood up a bit, but not. It just, it, it's not jarring. In some films, I don't want to mention them, but in some films you watch them, and when they put in the joke, it's a bit jarring. Something very serious is happening. Take you out the movie. Yeah, it just, just takes you out. But no, this one they didn't. There was one time they did it perfectly i can't remember yes i remember now when um nick fury stung um his friend with the with the, with the tranquilizer the, yeah tranquilizer yeah and he was sleeping and ned. Nick, ned and he was nick fury was about to get get into some serious discussion with and he kept oh, on being yeah <laughs> they, when they kept on coming yeah <laughs> he kept on distracting people it was like if anybody not touches that, you know, so. Oh, that, like, that got me so much, man. So, that was good. It's so good. So well done. So well timed. It's not over the top. It's the right time, the right pacing, not too much, not too little. It was just very good. And they've it's not just this film. Marvel, Marvel, they've they been doing yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. They've been doing it in all their films. They use their comedy at the right time. And, a lot of other films, they just think it's easy and they just trade in, and it just kills the entire thing. So, it's a very good film. I think it's my um, second best movie of this Marvel um, cinematic universe. The first, wow. yeah, it's my second best. The f- oh, actually, actually, I've seen we'll it. We'll, we'll We'll
0: do that right at the end of okay. the part where, where we rank it in the Marvel <laughs> right. movies. But uh, yeah. yeah, to to go on to what you were saying about the acting, wow. Just absolutely wow. And I think the best thing about the acting in this time movie is uh, Tom Holland. Because he just has perfect chemistry with anyone he's sharing the screen with. Anyone he's on screen with, the chemistry between them is phenomenal. Whether that be MJ or Mysterio or Ned or Nick Fury or his teachers... Everything he's in with anyone else, you can just feel the vibe. You can feel the connection. And what I love about Tom Holland is that he's so genuine. Yeah, He's so like that. When I see him and I see him in these movies, I'm like, that's Peter Parker. That is the Peter Parker that I grew up with reading in the comic books and watching in the animated shows and things like that. That is the kid who is struggling with trying to be a kid and also having this enormous weight on his shoulders of being a superhero. Now, in this movie even more so than we've seen in some of the comics because of the events of the movies. Now, the throughout the entire movie you feel the essence of Tony Stark throughout the entire movie. Now, wherever they go on this school trip, you, there's a mural or a poster or something because, you know, it's the guy who saved the world, you know? He saved all of us from 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 dying, you know? Mm-hmm. And Peter really feels that. And the entire movie, I think the main thread of this movie, which I really liked, was him really struggling with to take on the mantle of that, you know, Iron Man. Not so much being Iron Man, but taking on that responsibility. And everyone's asking him, who's going to lead the Avengers and all this thing? And I found that so heartbreaking for him, especially later on in the movie when he's having that chat with Happy and he just breaks down, and he doesn't know what to do, and he's, he loves this girl, he's got this plan, and, he's, and, and everything's just falling apart for him, and Tom Holland just absolutely crushes it in that role. I feel he's the best Spider-Man. Oh, 100%. 100%. He really captures the character perfectly. Uh, and also, I have to give a shout-out to Jake Gillinghall. Yeah. Now, let's talk about Mysterio for a bit. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, from the get-go since they announced Mysterio and all the trailers and they're showing that. So what I have to hand to Marvel is that great marketing on this. Really good marketing because when the trailer says with the multiverse, it got everyone talking about the multiverse. Oh, what could happen? Like he's from Earth 616 and all this crazy (laughs) stuff. They fooled us all. They completely fooled us all. I mean, for me, there was still a part of me watching those trailers that I was like, I don't know because it's Mysterio. He's the master of deception and illusion, and that's you know that scene where he turns. Mm-hmm. What a great scene! Because it got me, even though I knew it was coming, I was still like surprised. And it's all because of Jake Gyllenhaal's performance in that role. Uh, I love the brotherly connection he had. With Peter. Do you know what I mean? Like, whether he, w- whether in the yeah. first half of the movie he was good, I actually thought the first half of the movie where he's the good guy, mm-hmm. I liked him even more because he was really selling He was, selling was really us. good, yeah. He was selling us how, how good of a person he is. And then when, you know, Peter gets the glasses and he's like, you're the right guy to do it. And then he fooled us all. And then, but yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal's performance, wow. I mean... Wow.
1: The The thing about the film is you said... And this is what Marvel is. They're so confident in what they're doing. Yes, the the underlining theme of the film is with great power comes great responsibility. But they don't say but it. But they don't say it, exactly. They don't say it. That's how comfortable they are and in they their And they didn't skin. say it in
0: Homecoming either. Yeah, that's how
1: comfortable they are, how comfortable they are in their own skin. They know their work so well that they don't have to spell these things out. They just they just know how to, it's there. You don't need to say it. It's there, we see it, you know? The Tom Holland, yeah, I agree with you. Tom Holland's performance is just, phew. I mean, and and, and and Mysterio, but like, mis- in the comics, he's an actual illusionist, isn't he?
0: He is. Well, in the comics, he is a failed special effects guy. Okay, like, he's you know he was he was in the movie business. He did special effects. He was the best there was, and then an accident happened, and he blamed Spider Man, and he wants to be he Mysterio's greatest thing is that he wants to be known. Mm. he wants to be like the, the big shots he wants to be everybody to remember his name now they did s- sort of do that in this movie but with a twist and I love the way they did it so the scene we're talking about is when he twists mm-hmm. and we find out that he's got this whole team behind him yep. and the again it, it, the underlining uh, presence of this film is Tony Stark not only with Peter but the villains, because Mysterio and his team of people are all ex employees of Tony Stark, who he did wrong in the past. Yeah. I loved that connection between him and Civil War with the glasses. The, when he got shot
1: in the eye. No, 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 no,
0: no. So remember in when he's talk when he's talking about all the technology mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he talks how Tony did him wrong. Yeah. The barf. The glasses that Tony had in Civil War in that scene. And he and then it's actually Jake Gyllenhaal in the background because he's stole Oh yeah, stole yeah, yeah his, yes, 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 yeah. yes. They do that. Yeah, I was like, oh, "What an amazing connection!" Like, because it felt so natural that that's yeah, it makes total sense. And then the guy from Iron Man One yeah. was there, like. Oh. So which made me think, and it's so good that they, they, uh, did
1: they have this in mind forever, or
0: I know I don't think so because Spider Man because they were a Sony character came in a bit later. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. exactly.
1: So this was cool. But I'm now wondering, which I'll need to check, but maybe you can tell. Was it the same actors? Yes, it was. Wow. The same actors. So uh, that's Marvel, just, man. They, no, they, they just know what they're doing This was doing. just a good movie. There was something I noticed, which it's a prediction for the future. I noticed, I want to say it, I, I was going to write it so I could say it later, but I'll just say it so I don't forget. You see that guy who was a bully, who's who, the rich guy who's always. Bullying know he's doing oh, uh, Flash videos. Thompson, yeah, yeah. What yeah. he was doing his oh, ah, yeah. was, he was great. I feel he's going to be a villain in the future.
0: No, I don't think so. I, in the comics, he's just Flash, he's just Peter's bully, yeah. But I think,
1: yeah, I think he's going to be a villain in the future. I mean, in the in the, in the in the because they are digressing a bit right now, everybody knows who Peter Parker is.
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, let's let's talk about that twist right at the end, right? Because that was that was a big one, yes, that was huge, it was huge. It, yeah. It's sort of like
1: how Iron Man won. Was it one or two?
0: Yeah, one, one. Yeah, yeah. So but in a different in tonight, a different way. Tonight. Yeah. I also have to give a very surprising performance. Um give props to uh, Zendaya as MJ. Yes. Yes. She just again, she stole the show in every scene she was in. Now, I liked her in Homecoming. But she, she didn't have as much screen time. But we were sort of still trying to figure out what her, what her character was or what she was doing, planting the seeds. And in this movie, she really came to it. Like, she had way more screen time. Her relationship with Peter, like, that whole uh, scene where they're holding hands and, like, you know, they go for the kiss and all this thing. It's so authentic to being a teenager, do you know what I mean? It wasn't dramatized, overhyped away. Like watching that, I felt like, yeah, that was me as a teenage boy. That was I was so nervous, you know, trying to even just hold hands and things like that. They captured it perfectly. And I have to uh, give my commendations to John Watts, the director, because there's a lot of things he's juggling in this movie and it's amazing how well all of them turned out to be. Because you have to admit, there's, there's a lot going on in this movie from you know the school trip and Peter's relationship with NJ to what's going on with Mysterio, Nick Fury and Maria Hill. Something's off about them, which we'll get into in a bit as well. Mm. There's a lot of moving parts and John Watts just does a fantastic job of pulling it all off yeah if you ask me for her performance I
1: like it when she's performing the sterile when she has that sterile thing she does where she's she likes pain and she likes depression yeah she likes death and all that yeah I like her when she does that when she becomes a normal girl um, it it takes away a bit of mystery from her she doesn't do it badly and there's nothing wrong with it I'm just saying that I just prefer her when she's that sterile person I just think it just gives her character an extra layer. It does. It does. I do like that when she, you know, like that time you said, you're beautiful. It says, therefore, I am. I apartment. have value. Yeah. I therefore I have value. I know where she's coming from on that. But th- th- those very intelligent quirks. And um, one thing I do like about this s- Spider-Man is, um, first of all, it's a very um, diverse
0: cast. Yes.
1: Mary Jane is mixed race. Tom Holland is white. The bully is
0: Asian. He's Asian. Ned is Asian as well. He's a Filipino, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And the teacher, they're mixed
0: race. Oh, the teachers. Yeah. Uh, Again, those teachers, they were almost the other comic relief. Uh, JB Smooth. It's such a, yeah. Remember when, uh, I love the scene where, when he was taking a picture, when he got, when he caught Peter with the girl and Mm. he was like, what are you doing taking pictures? You don't do that. You don't do it. (laughs) <laughs> and he just kept on saying throughout the entire movie, "It's witches." It's like we came here for science, is and it's witches. witches.
1: <laughs> it's just ironic, a scientist. And um, so it's um, it's a very intelligent. It's it's genuine because it's you, these are young people, and I like the appreciation for science. Like even when they were talking about the um, how the elementals, what were they called? the, the elementals, yeah, yeah. How they were formed, and they were talking about you know they were they were formed by a black hole and, you know, there, there, there was the rotation around the black hole formed some gases and all that. That's probable. You know, it's the kind of thing that can happen. The universe is a very funny thing, you know, and it's the kind of thing. I just like the fact that they, it didn't, didn't, Even though it was all a hoax, you know, they didn't say one thing we can't relate to. Mm -hmm. You know, it was a black hole. These are real
0: phenomena. Uh, But what I also like as well is that Mysterio plays on that fact. Because obviously after the events of like Endgame, you know, like he said, people will believe anything. Mm. So he can go as crazy as he wants and people will believe they're real. And I also thought what was really clever because... Actual damage was happening, so I thought, how how, how is that happening? Because you know, damage was actually happening, and then you got the drones inside there. So I thought that explains it. Everything about it was very well thought, yeah. to pull it off. If yeah. you ask me, and the
1: expl exp- What I think I've, I've said this before on, the, on one of our shows that one of the hardest things to do in film is time travel, yeah, that time travel yeah. thing. So that their explanation of, of, the blip. of the blip, it's very factual. There is a theory that that's what if that that's what would happen if you went to a black hole time slows down for you, but for everybody else it's speeds up very yeah, fast well, it's normal time it's, yeah. yeah well it's normal. it would be if you went to
0: the because singularity- some of his uh, classmates are all five years older
1: yes yeah i mean it's I was just saying that what I was just saying was that it's um what they said there is actually vaguely based on facts. If you actually w- you went to the edge of a black hole, what would happen is your time slows down. The rest of the people, the un- you would stay there, you would watch the entire universe go by, but your time is slow because of the way gravity bends space and time. But it's factual, and that's what I was saying, that it's not just a fantasy story. They took the time to put in a bit of science in there, and it just makes it more it makes it just... it just more makes believable. More relatable. believable, yeah. It gives me more respect to the film. It makes it more relatable. And, um, yeah, so that's another cap this film has. It's, it's just, I mean, there's very few bad things I can there say There is very it. few
0: bad things. Another thing I would really like to point out about this movie I thought they did really well was uh, the use of Happy Hogan, mm-hmm. John Favreau's character. Now, in the first movie, Homecoming, you know, he wasn't answering his calls. He was just, he always thought of him as like a... An annoyance, a hindrance, like it was Tony's project sort of thing. Mm. But it's not in this movie. In this movie, they've got a really tight bond, I feel, and it's almost like an uncle nephew sort of thing. Especially because he's He's doing his his aunt Aunt May. (laughs) Uh, I mean, who wouldn't, Marisa Marisa Tomei? Mm -hmm. Uh, But they really form that relationship, and like when they're on that, um, when they when they when he breaks down in front of him, when they're on the jet... That is for me. That's one of the best scenes of the film because mm. uh, just the pure emotion coming out from Tom Holland, and then uh, Happy telling him, you know that, f- telling him that you know Tony wasn't this guy who always had it together. You know he was a mess. He, mm-hmm. You know he 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 had problems all the time. He mm-hmm. was a complete mess. He wasn't this aspiring person everyone thinks he is. Mm-hmm. And he got really. And then when he finally realizes, and he's you know he's making the suit, you can see. Tony's mannerism yeah. when he's making the suit, and John Farris and he's like, "I'm just watching. Yes, hey, I'm feeling, just watching. Looking yeah. very proud of him yeah. and all that. And I love that. It's so small, mm-hmm. but I love that. But it's funny. You mentioned that scene.
1: It's sort of that scene is funny because all that stuff he made, he never used. He ended up having had. He had to now use a stone and a signboard of Tawa. Of he used the signboard and something he took from a drone. That's how he destroyed the other drones. Not from all the gadgets he was making. So in my head, I was like, did they just put that in there just so they could have that scene? It added nothing to the story.
0: I thought it added a lot to the story. No,
1: I mean, it added nothing to the story in terms of defeating the bad guy. No, it It, was was a a character piece. It was more like, exactly, it was more the character us seeing him grow up to become Tony Stark, yeah. you know.
0: He's just building his new suit. Yeah,
1: but you no, know, it was adding gadgets and all that. So I so he's you know,
0: adding the web shooters and stuff. Yeah,
1: so like the wings, the legs and all that. So I thought that, you know, maybe like in the battle we'll see some new gadgets and stuff, but none of that came in. And so it just made me think that oh the purpose of that scene was to do something else. It wasn't actually what it was. So you shoot a scene for something as something, but you're doing it for something else. So that's yeah. basically what they did there. It's not a bad thing. It just I it's just something I observed, you know, because there's not so much there's not so many negatives we can have about this no, film. No, I so don't have many negatives as well. We all. can spend the you know, the whole thing saying the different parts, but that was just something I picked up on. I mean, there were some places where the visual effects was a bit was a bit questionable like when they were in Holland the whole in fact the entire jet that whole part was really was was poorly done i think that was what they probably did last mm-hmm. You know, and some of the fire and explosions in London was really not well done. If you have an eye for these things, you see. Yeah, you see it, yeah. I, I
0: thought some of the weaker stuff was in the third act of the film. Yeah, some of the weak. That the the two f- the first two acts were the be- for me the better acts of the film. Yeah, hundred percent.
1: I totally agree. It was um, it, it, yeah. So, but those were the things. Some of those, some visual effects. There were some visual effects issues and. um some of those little things, but all in all, it was a very good film. The first two acts, the first act was really good. The way it started, the way they explained it, because the question a lot of people were asking was, how are they going to tie this up to Infinity Wars? But the way they explained it, and that explanation actually makes sense. They, they What they did was, rather than try and formulate a new way of explaining this time travel thing, they explained it the way a sci- scientist would, and this is that thing I was explaining to you about the black holes and how time works and all that. So that was really good. Then, of course, that relationship with Tom Holland and with his auntie, with his classmates, with with um, Happy, and all that—that that was really done well. And the Europe, and I was curious to see. I wanted to see how they would portray Europe. Europe, how, what it was done pretty well It was make. done pretty well. Some things were a bit over the top, but yeah. Most yeah, but you got to have it a bit you over have the to, top. Yeah, but, it, um, a film.
0: I mean, I've been to Venice and I, I was like, oh, I've been there, I've been there. Like, And the, what I also love is that the fact that they got to shoot in these locations, that mm-hmm. it really was a, a far from home sort of shoot. Yeah, it was, which, yeah, then, um, yeah. I mean, I can't... S- Speaking on the visual effects, though, I have to say that... Uh, the scenes where Mysterio goes full on Mysterio. This is the scene I was waiting for because I'm a huge. Myster- I love Mysterio. I know he's got he's corny, like with the you know the fishbowl head. Mm-hmm. By the way, the look is awesome. Yeah, I I can't believe they pulled it off. I think that's the most accurate representation of yes. a costume I've ever seen. Yeah, it's it's crazy how accurate it is and how they managed to pull it off because. It's a stupid costume. <laughs> it's a fishbowl. It's it's stupid, it, but comics, you know? Mm-hmm. But the fact that they translated it onto film was amazing. And I loved, loved, loved the scenes where he took uh, Peter into that trip. And he's, he's tripping out and all, and, and he's traveling through it. Very Doctor Strange-y, yeah. I thought. And I was fully invested in those scenes. I was like, whoa! Whoa, I was absolutely... Lo- I was waiting for those type of scenes to happen because I know the character of Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, again, that was a highlight for me. Those it's are. funny that... You see, another thing where they... Like, this... What I'm about to
1: say is sort of similar to how they didn't say with great power comes great responsibility, even though that was what they were doing throughout the film, was what I was expecting during the um flashbacks was he would have... um flashback with his auntie or with his uncle uncle ben uncle ben but uncle ben doesn't exist in this no in this i mean he
0: he probably exists but we just don't we don't need to do we don't need to look at that
1: yeah Yeah, but typical spider-man writers they would always put that scene there i was expecting to see an uncle ben come and talk to him and tell him how he's a failure or a tony stark what i was expecting to see was tony stark coming to talk to him but they didn't do that they just said he was happy it was yeah. happy, really. Yeah,
0: is that conversation he had with Happy that he was the one to help Peter in the yeah. end? Yeah,
1: it's just—I mean, no, I mean when Mysterion was hallucinating oh, when he was making—yeah, oh, okay, okay, I, okay, I, I get you. Yeah. yeah, I thought they would make Tony Stark come in and give him words that you know break him, yeah, break his character, but they didn't do that. And kudos to them, it worked. Even when <laughs> it's strange that when um, Jackson came and shot Mysterion. Well, he was still tripping. I kind of we kind of knew that was gonna happen, but uh, no, it's 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 nice. I liked the film. It it's great film. It's up there. It's up there.
0: Now let's go into the two post credit scenes. Yeah, because there were two. Yes. So the mid credit scene. I mean, the thing. The funny thing about this mid credit scene is that it's not really a mid credit scene. It's like it is the end of the movie. Yeah. Uh, because if you had walked out of the movie when the credits started rolling. And you didn't see that. It's a completely different film mm-hmm. by the end of it. Mm-hmm. Do you know, it's it's completely different. Mm-hmm. So, oh, by the way, I love the fact that he takes MJ swinging and mm-hmm. she's crapping herself. I think the, <laughs> I, that I was is asking, so accurate. I, yeah,
1: I was asking. I was asking myself. I'm sure when they filmed it, they, they actually did it because the look on her face. Is, yeah. Was really
0: fair. But, but what I also like is that in the previous movies, like if you ever did that with a girl, they were always black like, oh, this yeah, is amazing. amazing. No, it's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Swing yeah. It's terrifying. So I, I love that. It's very small, but I love that. And then we get to the big reveal. J. Jonah Jameson, played by J.K. Simmons from the original Spider-Man films. Yeah. I lost, oh my God, (laughs) I went crazy. I couldn't believe I was watching this. Uh, But rather than a newspaper, it looks like he's on like a blog of Mm -hmm. some sort. Mm -hmm. And he gets the news uh, from Mysterio, because Mysterio right at the end, before Peter defeats him, he says, I've got contingency plans. And this was a contingency plan. He let the world know that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Mm-hmm that too, i i did not see that coming yeah at all it took me by surprise i, I love the fact that j Jonah jameson's back you know j k simmons yeah but wow
1: yeah so just to give the he's he's been there like Way from way 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 back and he still looks young well, yeah, I'm, what i just lost I'm, a bit the hair but. yeah what i'm wondering is if that was really him or they did a talking type of vfx for him because he did no look, that was him yeah that was him it was really cool yeah i agree with you it was really cool to see him but that what a twist because it changes it changes the
0: future he can't it changes everything it does it exactly. now i'm so it- looking forward to see what this third Spider-Man film will yeah. be. And I'm also really curious is that, is this story thread going to play out through all the Marvel films or just keep them to the Spider-Man films? Which ones? The, the For the fact that everyone knows who Spider-Man is.
1: I think it will, it's a universe, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, so the, yeah. it'll be
0: interesting to see how it plays out. Uh, so that was huge. And then the other plot twist at the end, which when I saw this, it made complete sense. Now, throughout the movie... Watching Nick Fury and, and uh, Maria Hill, I was oh, the entire time. I was like, "There's something off about them. Mm. There's just just something off about Nick Fury. He doesn't feel like the Nick Fury that I knew. because like, he was really harsh on Peter at times. But that's Nick Fury. He no, is. but yeah, but there was always a sense of love coming from it. You know, when he was always talking, that there was a bit of that. And then I just didn't quite... I was like, there's something wrong here. And then mm. when when he mentioned Captain Marvel and he says, don't evoke her name. That
1: was where I knew there was a... That was where, When he used that word, invoke.
0: Invoke, yeah. Because that's
1: not what Nick Fury yeah. would say. Yeah.
0: So I always thought from that, I was like, something's fishy here. Yeah. Then the post-credits revealed they were Skrulls, ben, uh, T- Talos to be specific, Ben Melson's character from Captain Marvel. So I was going crazy. I was like has Nick Fury been a scroll this entire time? <laughs> but no, it wasn't. We show that Nick Fury is actually in space working with the scrolls and it makes perfect sense because okay, that explains why they weren't they were off. And after the events of Infinity War and Endgame, yeah, Nick Fury would be wanting to discover more about what's out there. Mm. That's the character Nick Fury, so he's going to be working with Captain Marvel a lot and stuff. So yeah, it so makes at, complete were sense. Were
1: they building a spaceship? Because I did what the scrolls? They need, they want to go home. Are they building a spaceship to take the scrolls
0: home, or what? I d- I don't know. I think they just yeah. I think they've got a spaceship already. I think they're trying to find a new home.
1: Yeah, so I was like, okay. I, I was see, wondering if that's what they were working on, or it's maybe he's trying to build a whole new Hydra or shield.
0: I, I don't know, but he's definitely got his hands in more pots now. Like mm. he wants to explore the space. Like, of course you would, Nick Fury. An alien just came out and wiped out half of all living creatures in the universe. You're gonna wanna be more prepared yeah. for things like that. So I love that. And then people are saying is that this could lead into secret invasion storyline. That could be the next big mm. thing with scrolls, but we'll see. What is the what's the next one coming out? We don't know. Oh, it's not been at nothing. We don't know. The, we don't know. So we're gonna find out at Comic Con, which is in a couple of weeks. Marvel are doing a presentation at Hall H, so okay. they will probably announce the next slate of movies. So this Spider-Man movie is the end belonged to the previous phase. universe. Yeah. Okay, so okay. At the end. This is that is officially the last movie at the end of Phase Three. Okay, so now we're going to Phase, phase four. four. Makes sense. Okay. okay, so yeah, as you can see, me and Andy both really like this film. We haven't got many bad things to say. about it. I, I, I enjoy this movie a lot. Uh, I would place it above Homecoming for me. Um, in my overall Marvel scale, I don't know. I think it's probably I'd have to have to look at it properly, but somewhere maybe seven or eight. Wow, okay. it doesn't it doesn't get quite my top five, but in like the seven or eight margin. Hmm. My top out of, out of twenty two, like so. I mean,
1: some I can't even remember watching them yeah. because they are so inconsequential. But I mean, my favorite is Infinity War. But after that is homecoming, then after homecoming is this one. Nice. Yeah, I really, I, I, I genuinely like what they're doing with this Spider Man. Of all the characters, of the Iron Man's, the Thors, the Captain America, of what they're doing with those characters, they're all good. But I genuinely, really like the angle they've gone with this Spider Man. Same. Yeah, they've not made it. They've not made it science fiction. They've brought it down Grounded to it, earth. Yeah. They've, yeah, things people can relate to, but they've sprinkled it with the superhero thing, which I think is amazing. So I'm a big fan. The day they announce um, a new Spider-Man movie, you need to, <laughs> we need to celebrate it.
0: I need to know about it. Oh yeah, they're 100 percent going to do a third oh, one. No, how much has this one made? Uh, well, it doesn't. Ha- it hasn't. The weekend's not over yet. Okay. So we'll find True. out very soon. But uh, it's on track. To make a billion dollars, a billion—it's on track to make a billion. No, just this film. Just this film, yeah. A not, not, not in the opening weekend, but in the in the long haul. It's 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 on track to earn a, a billion a dollars. Billion dollars, crazy, <laughs> crazy. crazy. <laughs> so before we head out, ND, hmm. do you have a score for this film? Yes,
1: I will k- proudly give this film an eight point five. Eight point
0: five. Yes, and I am going to give this movie and 8.5 as Good. well.
1: Good, See, we're beginning to think alike. You know, our scores are beginning to align, which is great. Yes. It's I it's great. It's... it's The reason why I didn't give it a nine was because of those visual effects things mm-hmm. I said. You know, like I said, if you have an eye for VFX, you will see them. It's littered with those kind of things. So that's why I took five points away, five points, 0.5 points. But this is certainly up there. When we're giving our awards... This one is, be this is one of my favorite movies
0: of the yeah. year so far. I agree. Definitely, I agree. definitely. What's you? You give it an 8.5. 8.5. Well. Okay. So that's it. You heard it here, folks. 8.5 8. 8. 5. from both of us. And this is obviously a movie to be seeing in the cinema. Yes. I mean, you would have already seen it by now, unless you wouldn't have listened to this yeah. episode. This is definitely see it in the cinema. When the DVD comes out, see it again. See it
1: again. <laughs> buy the DVD for your keepsake and just, you know. Yeah.
0: This yeah. is a movie to have in your collection yeah. for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it from us, folks. Before we head off, Andy, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter, at Nduaj, which is N-D-U-A-J. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, at Sweaty Jake. And you can find us, Film 7 Podcast, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all that good streaming stuff, at Film 7 Podcast. So, until our next review, guys, see you later. <laughs>